Hello and welcome back to Becoming God's Prodigy. I truly did miss you all last week and I'm so sorry for not being able to record last week, but we are back at it this week and I'm excited to just share with you all what um, I have today and what's kind of really been going on too. So we're going to jump right in so y'all know. I started this new thing with one of my friends. She shared this um like Bible reading plan with me. I have never, I've never read the Bible cover to cover. I've always said like, oh, I'm a, I want to read the Bible cover to cover this year. I'm going to do it. And then I don't do it. So um, this year I'm trying to be more intentional about the goals that I set for myself. And um, so it's like a daily reading plan. So, so far, so good. I'm on track now. Some days I have missed. I have missed, but then I'll just read extra the day that I do read um, so that I can stay on track to finish the Bible at the end of the year. But one thing that while I was reading my Bible, so right now it's like broken down into like four books. Um, We're reading Genesis, Matthew, Psalms, and Proverbs. We're reading those four right now. And um. It's been really good. It's been really good. And y'all, these Bible stories, they get intense. I'm I'm like, oh no, I I like kind of want to read past the verse that it says to read because I kind of feel like sometimes they stop like when I want to know what more of the story is. Now, specifically when I was reading Genesis, or as I'm reading Genesis, um, it was talking about Joseph and his brothers. Now, I've heard the story time and time again. I've heard it in church. I grew up in church. Ain't no way I didn't hear about this story with Joseph and his brothers. But it really stuck out to me this time because I kind of feel like it's a season where, and I've been in this season before. Um, I feel like every time that I get intentional about God. Like he kind of just shows me like what's around me, who's around me, what's around me, what has to go, what needs to change, who can't be there anymore. Um, or what can't be on this journey with you as you go. And it's not always that people meet don't have good intentions for you. It's just that some people, some things that you do, some habits that you have just cannot go where you're going. And that's just the raw reality of it. And the first time when I told you all about my baptism and when I received the the interfilling of the Holy Spirit and the gift of speaking in other tongues, I was devastated. I was devastated. God said that it is a lonely walk. He said it just as plain as day. I was losing friends left and right. I just didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. Like everyone was doing this and doing that. And I'm like, no, I just really didn't have the desires to do some of the things that I had used to do. Like, and I'm just like, oh, like, I have no friends. I, I literally literally feel like I have nobody. And even though like they were my friends, like they were still kind of like falling off. Like you could tell that the relationship was different. Everything was just different. And it was really sad. I remember like crying and crying and I'm like, Jesus, like, what is this? Like, and I know you're the greatest prize of all and all, but I'm like, these are people, I take my friendships very seriously. Anybody that knows me knows I take my friendships very seriously. Like, I don't just throw the word friend around. I'm like, oh, acquaintance, coworker, colleague, peer, 
you name it. But if I call you my friend, then you're really my friend. Um, and there's literally nothing that I won't do for you. And so for me, it was just really emotional because I'm like, these people were my friends. Like, however, will I replace these people that's been in my life for so long? And not even that they will ever be replaced, but however, would this void be filled now that I don't have them here anymore? And um, I don't know, but over time, it just got better. I got new friends, um, new friends from my church, just new friends like that kind of fit the way that I was going, I really don't even know where they came from. Um, new friends in school, like just new friends. And I know whenever um, I was reading and not to say that someone was going to be out to get me or um, to kill me or what have you. <laughs> but in Genesis, that's what Joseph's brothers were doing. They were plotting to kill him because of the dreams that he had, like the dreams of them bowing down to him. Um, and it just kind of made me think, and it's like, this, this is your own family. So, you know, not everyone around you means well for you. Like, God will weed those people out like he will weed them out. And unfortunately, even though they showed Joseph like that, they really didn't like him. Um, he still had to endure some things to to get to where God had planned for him to go. But he, God will really weed people out like you could tell them something. And there's been plenty of situations where, you know, I'm thinking that this person means me well. I'm like sharing things with them, ideas, just anything. And and they, their response and stuff is off and how they act and just the little side. Like, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, when it starts to be like signs or they start saying things like in a joking form, mm -mm, because every joke has a little bit of truth in it, if you ask me. And the Lord's still working on me. So when I ask you, well, what was said and what that means? then you're going to have to stand 10 toes on it, you know? So, so it's just kind of like one of those things where people sometimes can see like the potential and the calling that God has on you. Like, even if they don't know that this is your purpose, this is what God is calling you to do. It's something they can see the light in you. Um, and they will try anything to stop it. Not everybody means you will. And something that was really resonating with me um, that my boyfriend said a few weeks ago, he was like, every opportunity isn't a good opportunity, right? Everybody that you meet that smiles and, and says, you know, good things and, and tries to kind of like latch onto you, they don't always mean you will. Like it, that, that every opportunity is not a good opportunity has been resonating with me. Um, most of you don't know, a lot of you do, but I'm currently like on a job search right now, looking for something that I feel like is for me. And I'm just like, God, I need you to speak to me because I don't want to make the wrong move. And I don't want to just do something out of haste um, without hearing from the Lord first. So it's something that's really been sticking to me. And also, too, like whenever, like I said, the first time and even kind of now in my life where I'm going on this journey with my podcast, just really diving into God, trying to figure out what my purpose is, what I'm supposed to be doing 
with myself in my life or whatever. Um, it was a sermon, and I'm sure that I've said this before, but there was a sermon, and it was a literally about what is your purpose or what is your calling. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I couldn't have been like any more in the right place at the right time than that. And I'm like, what he gave like all these steps, like to try to figure it out. I'm like, what are you good at? I'll talk to a wall if he'll talk back. You know, I really can speak. I can talk. I, I do this well. And, but also I just feel like you know, even in this season, even in the season before, whenever um, I was saved or got baptized and and decided to declare the Lord as my my Lord and Savior, it was like, let these things go. Let these people go that deter you from God. Like, it just goes back to what I was speaking about, obedience and trusting God, getting uncomfortable and not Everyone, like I said before, it can go where you're going. Uh, you you just, they just can't. And it's unfortunate. So, well, it seems in the moment to be unfortunate because we create attachment. We create bonds with these people over whether it was, you know, over something that you guys can relate to, trauma, what have you. We, some way, somehow we become invested in these other people. So then when it's kind of like, taken away from you is like, oh, well, why would you do this? This is uncomfortable. I miss my friends. I miss doing this. I miss doing that. But we got to be cautious not to stall our blessings by trying to hold on to things that God specifically has told us to get rid of. Like he said, let it go. Let it go. Let it be gone. Just and not to say it's not going to hurt because it does. It does hurt. Your feelings get hurt. Some random, some of the most random memories will pop up. And now you're like, oh, dang. But you have to trust in God that that thing that he removed, that person he removed, whatever it is, it was for the good. And, and it's not to say that, you know, you it's not always negative. Maybe you just didn't need it or it was a distraction to you at, at the time. Not that it won't spin the block and come back, but you in this moment, in this season, wherever God is trying to take you, wherever it is or whatever it is that he is doing for you in the background, he needs all of these things that are catching your eye, that you're looking out in your peripheral. He needs them to be gone. He needs them to be gone so that you can have tunnel vision and focus solely on him. And I found, too, that when you try to hold on to things that God has specifically told you to get rid of, it only causes hurt. It only causes delay and it only causes hurt. It does. It it really does. Because while you are still like you're intensifying the relationship, whether it be with your job, whether it be with your friend, whether it be with whatever you do on the weekend or what have you, you're you're pouring more into it. So the more you pour into something, the harder it is going for you to be able to detach from it. So. Just let it go. Because regardless, it's going to hurt, but it might hurt on a scale of two versus 10 because you didn't let it go when God told you to let it go. And then also it's kind of like, if you don't let it go, like you don't know what God is protecting you from. Like it, it, it may lead to your demise. Like there is a reason that God wants you to let it go. He wants you to let it go. 
So let it go. Let it go. I mean, I don't think there's any escaping the hurt. And then sometimes, too, things that you expect to be hurt by, like when God says, wipe your hands clean of it, release it, be gone. You, you, it's like a weight lifted off of your shoulders. Like you didn't even know you needed to let this thing go. You didn't even know that you needed to let this thing go. You didn't know that you needed to let this person go. You didn't know that you needed to let this habit go. But now that it's gone, it's like, oh, okay. And some things you don't even look back to. You don't even want to, to look back and, and go back to the things that you used to know or that was comfortable for you because it's not a loss. It's not a loss, right? Like, and you don't want to have things or people just like Joseph's brothers. Like, even though he was, they sold him and, you know, he was pretty much in jail and all of these things. God really did reward him and make him ruler over a lot of things. It took a long time. It took a long time for Joseph, but he did, but he wasn't surrounded by envious people, people that meant him no well. The jealousy is real. Jealousy is real. Envy and hatred is real. And when people have bitterness, we have that spirit of bitterness. Oh, well, I can't even stand the way this person speaks. Or every time they talk, I get annoyed. Like, that bitterness can, even though it's like something that's so small, it can lead to you thinking things, wanting to do things, acting certain ways that you would never even act. So you got to be careful. You got to be really careful about that being bitter and and just because you'll build up hate, you'll build up en envy in your heart. And let's, we've all been bitter about something. We've all been bitter towards someone. It's somebody that we can't really stand when they enter the room. Everybody's rolling their eyes. You know, we've all been there before. But to be jealous is real. You don't want things. You don't want people around you. And my thing, too, is that you don't know, like, if people are genuine these days like sometimes you think it's a blessing and they're just trying to kind of like latch to you for whatever they they have for some underlying reason or issue but God will reveal that to you too and the enemy will use people to like plot against you to destroy you and to stop you from fulfilling whatever God's plan is for you like you do not want to have those kind of people around. You want to listen to God. So when God says, let it go, and it doesn't even have to just be people. Like people is just the easier thing to talk about. Like I said, it can be habits. It can be like things that you do like within your lifestyle that you know aren't right, that you know you need to give up, but it's harder to give up. But also too, you got to be careful what kind of people you keep, the company that you keep. Because if you're trying to be on the straight and narrow and the company that you keep is just kind of living la vida local. Like it's going to be harder for you. I had a friend once she said, you either are going to draw them or they're going to draw you. Is your spirit strong enough to draw them or are their spirits going to draw you into whatever it is that they're doing that, you know, you need to break away from. So even though like that hurt might hurt, then 
it's like you have to weigh the risk versus the benefits and the benefits that Jesus can give you are always going to be greater than the risk that this world can provide these tricks, the anything that the enemy can can say or try to do. It just is. It just isn't. And look at um, look at Lot's wife, like God spared them, you know, don't look back. That's all, that's all she had to do was look straight ahead. Look at, you know, go where you're going. It's kind of like, look at what God has for you. Don't look back. Don't turn back to those things. Be obedient and look back and, and look forward. Don't look back. Removing God's removing you for your good. He's removing you for the good of you so that you can prosper, for, so that you can fulfill the purpose that he has for you. So don't look back. She looked back and got turned into a pillar of salt. There's, there's nothing, if God delivers you from something, there's nothing that from your past that's going to benefit you in the future if God delivered you from it. I mean, it's just not. It's just not. Like, and because you're being faithful, because you are, you know, just moving forward, doing what God is telling you to do, God will bless you and the people, the things attached to you because you serve him. And we see, we see it in Genesis 39 with Joseph um, when he went to live with Potiphar. I believe that's Genesis 39. Y'all got to bear with me because like I said, I've been reading my Bible every day. So now the scriptures is getting like mixed up. But I believe it's when he was living with Potiphar and um, he was there and everything that he was doing because he was in Potiphar's household. Potiphar was blessed by Joseph. Like he was everything attached to Joseph blessed Potiphar too. And he was a, he was attached to Potiphar. So Potiphar was then blessed too. So he will bless you. God will bless you and things and people around you because you are obedient to him. But also too, you got to clear out. You got to clear it out for you to be able to receive the blessings and the people attached to you to receive the blessings. Not everybody is worthy of the blessings that God has for you and to be attached to you, especially people and things that mean you know well. Right. So that's why God's trying to like clear it out. He's trying to like get, you know, all the things and pieces in place so that these blessings can be aligned for you. These blessings can be aligned for your family. These blessings can be aligned for your spouse. These blessings can be aligned for your children. I mean, the list goes on. Right. These blessings can be aligned in your workplace. Like imagine being somewhere that God hasn't prepared for you. And it's not going to work out. So you you want to be able to. Listen to God, clear your space, be obedient, be obedient and and waiting on God, just like Joseph. I mean, like I said, he was waiting for a long time. I mean, the man, you know, was owned by Potiphar, pretty much a slave. Then he goes to jail. I mean, the, he, he that, this man didn't even do anything wrong. This woman's lying on him. He goes to jail. He's in jail. He's, he finally feels like he's about to get a breakthrough. Oh, y'all don't forget about me. But what they do, forget about my man, Joseph. They forgot about him, left him in there. But finally, when his blessing and his breakthrough came, now, like I said, he was waiting a long time. He had more than 
anything he could have imagined, anything that he could have asked for. And because he was faithful to God, he stuck with God. God blessed him abundantly, made him ruler of all of Egypt. I mean, this man was just in jail. He was just a slave. I don't know how many forever ago. And when I read y'all, he said he was 30 years old and God made him ruler over all of Egypt. Second to Pharaoh. Like this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy, but crazy in a good way. Like it's just insane. And it's mind blowing to me that once you are obedient to God, you let things go. You, it was just really for Joseph. It was his attitude and his faithfulness, in my opinion, that kept him and really helped him level up and receive the blessing that God has helped him. But also too, you got to if he was never detached from his family and from his brothers, then he would have never been able or been in the position to have these encounters to build up to be the and rule all over Egypt. Like he wouldn't have. So it also goes back to to who you're attached to, who you're around, right? Like it just it matters. It matters. And when God says to go and let things go and do this and do that. Listen, listen, there are going to be things that are sent to stop your blessings that are meant to discourage you, but God will reward you with for your faithfulness. I cannot say this again and again. I feel like in every episode, I say God will reward you for your faithfulness because he really will. He really will reward you for your faithfulness and make you ruler of whatever it is that he wants to make you ruler of. He will put you in positions that only God can put you in positions and take the credit for. Like you'll know it's Jesus because you follow what he said. And even though some of the detachments that help you get there might hurt you, or you might feel, I mean, we're human. We're going to feel sad. We're going to feel hurt. We're going to question things. But at the end of the day, when we come back and it's God that we are seeking, that we are faithful to, and just trusting and understanding him, like God is going to bless you. Like he really is. And I think it's important that we just remember that whatever it is God is detaching us from, whatever habit, whatever person, whatever thing, whatever job, what whatever it is he's detaching you from, be strong. Be strong and remain detached from it. The timing is not now. Otherwise, God would not have taken it away from you. God does not take anything from us that and in, in, in a means to harm us or anything from us that we need. No, God wants us to have tunnel vision about him. He wants all of the things that are distracting us, all of the things that don't mean us well, that are just not for us in this season, what have you, however you look at it. He wants your undivided attention, whatever distraction, whatever thing that's going to derail you from the path that God has for you. He, he wants you to say, look, I am choosing to, to be detached from this. I'm choosing to trust in you. And even though my feelings are hurt by it, even though I don't really 
understand what you're doing for me, even though I cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel, because let's just be real. Sometimes we're just in a place uh, where we feel is darkness and we cannot see that light at the end of the tunnel. But I'm choosing God to trust you. I'm choosing to remain faithful to you. Because I know that for whatever reason, you would not have let me be detached from this. You would not have let me, you know, let this fall through or taken this from me if it was not meant to level me up to for my purpose, for my journey, right? So a long story short, just be aware of your circle, be aware of your surroundings, be aware of just everything um, that might influence your walk with God, really be aware and really listen to God, really listen to God, stay sensitive to his voice. That's what I'm trying to do too, because just like a few days ago, I've been kind of getting in a little bit of a funk. Like, I'm just like, I don't feel like praying today. Like, I don't, it's, it was like kind of becoming one of those things where I was just like, oh, Maybe I'll just say a quick short one so that I can check it off my list, like something to check off. And I got to be careful about that because I really do want to stay sensitive to to God's voice and what he what he's trying to say to me, like really having my eyelids peeled back because I want to see it all. Jesus, show me what it is you want me to see. And I want to make sure that I don't miss it. So just really kind of. Listen, and when you get in a funk like that, like that's, I feel like that's when I need to be like praying the most. I'm like, oh, girl, get up. You know, you need to, you know, say more than a quick one and, and really like invest and spend time with God. Um, be just be careful, be, be cautious more so. God's gonna do the rest. God's gonna do the rest as long as you listen to Him. Um, I think right now this is a season of positioning. This is a season of positioning and just getting you all in the right spot so that you can receive the blessing that God has for you. Um, listen, don't look back. Don't be a pillar of salt. <laughs> Because you're looking back when God wants you to look forward and he's giving you the chance. Time and time, he's given us so many chances, right? Such a great, graceful and just loving God. And I'll forever be grateful for it. Um, But merciful, Jesus is what he is. But I get, he's giving you the chance. to, To move forward. Just don't look back. Don't take the things that he's attached you from. And, and try to reconnect with them, especially not in this time. And if it is meant to reconnect or God wants to reconnect you with whatever thing, whatever person, whatever habit, whatever it is that he's detached you from, then he will make it happen in his timing. Don't go trying to do things on your own. It's, it's never going to be worth it. Um, check your circle. Make sure that you all have like minds, like like a likeness in God, whatever it is that you know, you want to go, things that you want to do with God, make sure that you guys all have like minds. That makes a huge difference because when you two are living, like when your circle is living on a different path than you are, it's easy to to get caught up in that. Like I said, they're either going to draw you or you're going to draw them. Um, but just know that, you know, your spirit's going to have to be strong, especially if it's more than, than one, like as a collective that's you know, together 
and and not on the same path as you are. So just be careful. Just really be careful about it um, or be cautious about it. Really seek God, pray to him. Check your circle, check your circle, check the things around you that have not even just people. Like when I say circle, I mean like your habits. Are these things going to draw you away from God? Like, is this job drawing me closer and nearer to God? Is it allowing me to walk in my purpose? Like check everything that makes up and and that you're spending time with, that you're spending time on. Um, And if God is saying to remove it, to stop it, to detach it, detach it, detach it. So that's all I have for this week, guys. But next week, I kind of want to do something a little bit different. So I'll ask that everyone that's watching, if you would just comment and let me know what is something that you would like for me to speak on. Um, we're we're here to get real. We're here to get raw. We're here to get vulnerable. So something that you would like for me to speak on, an experience, how I'm doing with it, whatever it might be that you all want to hear that we kind of just want to chat about, um, protege, just let me know. Let me know. And whichever topic that I see more frequently, then that's what we'll go with. And I hope to see you all next week. Thanks for tuning in.